Hey, I'm Pappy. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. I love bringing it in on that funky note, Joe. Truck Jewel. Do a little thing in the feet. And the lights. Hold it, stop. Okay, thank you. Get my bearings on air, and now we clear. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. As you heard on the side of me, he's my man, my homeboy supreme, my main dude who's staying his name. Yeah. It's Black Adam Willis. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm not bad, Yeah, dude. thanks for holding it down for me uh, the past couple weeks. Sorry, I haven't been here, folks. I've been uh, caught up with some business, some work-related stuff, and I haven't been able to make it out as much, but you've been holding down as always, and I appreciate you, man. That's all good, man. You you. out there fighting the good fight, man. I appreciate it, man. You here representing for us tonight. You know, may or may not be playing hooky. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll keep that on the low. We won't just broadcast that. Right? Took him whole five minutes to do that, too. I knew I couldn't trust No, you're not him. supposed to be here, right? Yeah, you, find me, you find me a bus, I will throw a man under it. All right, you heard some other voices, too. We are not alone in the house. I'm looking across the table into the baby blues of my boy, D. Yo, what up? How you doing? Dirty What's D. Up, D <laughs> what up, man? You looking good? You, you're always oh, looking good. Oh, damn. You know I'm looking good. Yeah, uh, hey, we could get, we get a cut. Then, you know, <laughs> shut. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another voice here is the Thriller Priest himself. Peace, peace. Glad to be here. It's been a minute since I've been here. Yeah, man. Very glad to be here, yo. I, I ain't seen Dirty D in forever. Glad to be here with you, fam. <laughs> yeah, I, I always love it when we catch a cast together. Yeah, good. for real. <laughs> yeah, man. And also, let's not forget the man who keeps it sounding crisp, amazing, and delicious every week. His name is DJ Herbie Herb. Hey, everybody. Hey. hey dude, did anybody on, tell man? you have, like, a pompadour wig? Yo, I get Jimmy like, Neutron and a Greaser a lot. Oh, man. Well, Latino, Italian, because you got like, like a, uh, an ethnic Conan O'Brien thing going on there. <laughs> I, I can see that. Yo, my, my last name is that's Italian, good. dude. That go. is good. Yeah, so it's like popping up for like boom. Paco O'Brien. Got like the plastic man. We love you, Herb. Come on. The Superman spit curl. But it's all kinky. Alright, so uh, now we got an action-packed, fun-filled show for y'all. We got news, we got reviews, we got all the good stuff for you people. I'm looking across the table, we got the Batman. It's not Batman anime, it's just called the Batman Telltale Story. Alright, the Batman Telltale Story. It looks fire. Cool. Yo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Flam! Low down on SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And of course, the the, the 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 bit the bit that I'm especially jealous of, Adam, you come with the lowdown on the John Claude Van Damme <laughs> TV show. Yeah, man, you know I'm gonna have that. Well, how long uh, I've been plugging Van Damme stuff since since we started doing I'm, this? I'm a little I'm a little worried now, man. It's like <laughs> I said that, you got this look on your face, like yeah, I got some stuff to say. Yeah, <laughs> kid, you not on our Facebook page? That is the only thumbs up. Comment is about the Jean Claude Van Damme. Somebody's <laughs> out there waiting to hear what you got to say about Jean Claude Van Damme. Forget yeah. Batman, forget SummerSlam. They want to hear about Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> don't we all, man? Don't we all? I feel like that's gonna get ugly real quick. <laughs> all right, just you know, just number spin kicks, man. You know, you know how it's done. All right, let's jump into the news real quick. Um, this first story is a little. I guess a little serious, a little... I want to get some opinions on this. Sad. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming is the new movie that's coming out starring uh, Toby Hooper. Hooper? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and Spider-Man Homecoming has received backlash for casting a non-white Mary Jane. Uh, <laughs> since news of actress-singer uh, Zendaya is being cast as Mary Jane Watson, the internet's uproared with disapproving comments about a woman of color playing the historically uh, red-headed Caucasian character. Yeah, this is just a, this is a running theme. It's like they, they cast uh, someone who's non-white for Ghostbusters, and look what they did to her. They, mm-hmm. they bullied her so bad online that she had to quit Twitter for a while. Yeah. Of course, Les- what's her name? Leslie, Leslie uh, Jones. Leslie Jones, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And uh, this is just ceaseless stuff, and we just... It's 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 getting to a point where it's, at th at it's this, always been ridiculous, but... At, at this point, I'm trying to figure out what part of the whole fandom is, like, actually having a problem with this. Yeah. Like, the is racist it the part. comic? I mean, the reason why I say that is because, I mean, I've been following it, too. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that I keep seeing is, like, oh, we're mad because, you know, she's not a redhead. Okay, cool. See, there's all these images of her with red hair that popped exactly. up. It's like, is this gonna be cool? And people are still mad. So it's like, it clearly is not because she's not a redhead. Did, you, did yeah. you see that? Did you see that one chain where it was like one specific dude was like, you gotta understand, it's the purity of having a of having a natural redhead. It's like, yeah, posted those pictures <laughs> of her as a redhead. That. No, like a redhead, you know, uh, the, uh, from uh, like natural nature redhead. It's like, <laughs> oh, they, the only one that can really play it right. It's like, oh, of course. Now we understand what you mean. Put up a picture of Kirsten Dunst. It's like, no, no, that's different. See, because uh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be someone of, of like. <laughs> uh, well, it's, uh, it, uh, and the whole thing was just like stutters. Like they make it's it like, like oh, they're see, fighting so. for the, the the redheads who aren't getting work too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like what about all those redheaded people? Yeah, that aren't all those getting... repressed, underappreciated, underrepresented ginger actors that are clamoring for this role, really? Ginger actors. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you're sad. Yeah. Carrot Top's like, I need a job. Carrot Top gets no love. Let's see Carrot Top as Mary Jane. Beat you up. Carrot Top's doing fine. It's like, when's when's Mary Jane become a D cup? It's like, oh, just, 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 just pecs. It, it's amazing well, though. Like, so if bad. you've really been reading up on the Homecoming game movie, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people. Uh, they're casting a lot of comic book names in there. Yeah, and they're all like, it's it's a huge multi ethnic uh, cast. Mm -hmm. the, uh, why? It's, uh, it's looking really you know, good. The, the, why? Why did they just go with Miles Morales instead of Peter Parker and again, dude? Really why? Why they, 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 did Marvel really want to be like 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 uh, progressive and like you know like? Really want to answer the the, the call that that you know really they really want to like like put the ships in dude why yeah. didn't they cast the why didn't they write a, a Spider Man movie where it's Miles Morales up front and center dude yeah. and we move past Peter Parker but no they 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 they're like Peter Pete. Parker's a bankable property and but, right. but, but why right. they why they why they going why they going like like halfway there and giving us a, a, a African American Mary Jane and now that Miles Morales man well, something's better than nothing at this point I mean I'm I'm with Adam on this one because. Peter Parker will stack money. Like yeah. it's just yeah, kind of what but, it is. He man. will stack money. And plus, Toby Uber uh, looked good when he was in the you know Civil War like that. He, he had did. a lot of yeah, he you know a he, lot of good he stole that movie for me in a lot of ways. I was like, man, I'm excited to see this kid like that. So it's I mean, I mean, I could sit here and they also gave her like a, a code name like uh, at Comic Con. The clip that I saw, they called her Michelle. Yeah, she was gonna be Michelle. There's like, no hmm. Michelle in the Marvel universe. Well, there is now. Well, I mean, okay. But what, I'm, what I'm getting at is they presented her. I know it's summer, and you're right. They yeah. presented her as kind of like the Irma to yeah. Mary Jane's uh, April O'Neil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and, that, and that's not the case. It's just like they want an exactly excuse to have analogy. her. Yeah, it's, this will be April. This will be a, a Mary Jane sassy black friend, and everyone was okay with that. Uh -huh. You know, suddenly now nah, this is Mary Jane herself. What? How? The sanctity of the purity of my redheads. How dare you dis? Uh, uh, taint the 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 pure. I mean, um, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. yeah, the unspoiled. Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, what this comes down to is Captain America. No, I like that they're taking. I like taking a more uh, a more. Um, I won't say ethnic specifically. I'll just say a more versatile uh, approach to casting in this movie. Yeah, it's like it so. Who's more on who is the actress? Who's what's her name? Uh, Zendaya. Uh, Zendaya Coleman. Okay. Well, just probably known as Zendaya, one word, right. like doing the Prince thing. But she's like 16. Mm -hmm. uh, was one of those? Was one of the uh, the Disney kids who's a singer, dancer, and sure, and this uh, is, actor. You got to think too. This is a young girl, like super talented. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Getting this big shot in this movie, and then all of a sudden, she's all the geeks that you know. 
she's like performing for and like that and I'm just crapping all over you know what I mean well, imagine like her like as just like she's a young star a, like has mm -hmm. nothing to do with any of this stuff they just you know yeah she's got a getting this backlash and they're there she's got a, a fan base that's tremendous she's had two shows she does tours and such yes, she's a Disney kid she's got a yeah. whole like repertoire of like fandom I say and you various tell behind them to shut the hell up it's a Disney product mm. well, <laughs> and if, you, and if, you, if you got Disney dollars that can compete with well, any decision making they make go ahead you also got Disney well, dollars it, that'll make people disappear every time exactly. I hear every time I hear about stuff like this and all like this backlash this racist backlash over things like that the only thing I think is like Man, we should have just keep shoving these geeks back into the lockers. You know what I mean? I'm tired of this geek revolution. Maybe we should just wow. push them back into like that. If that's how they're going to respond, maybe they deserve it. Spoken by Adam maybe Willis on a show it. called The Geek. Well, I mean, at this rate, you know, maybe we should give them a few more swirlies and everything. You know, like oh. this is it's going too far with. Uh, no, it's like, no punches. But you know what I, I mean? See, like, no, I see what you're saying, but this is coming from grown up neck beards who grew up yeah. with Spider Man a certain way, and it has to be that certain way forever. This is the same. Exactly. <laughs> this is the same reason why uh, when one of these cats got in a position of power in Marvel, suddenly Mary Jane and Peter Parker are no longer married. Um. We get radioactive sperm in the mix. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, mm -hmm. and, and Green Goblin never stays dead. Even though this dude didn't it, like it's just a, and stuff. It's a it's bad like, attitude, not just for like entertainment and geek culture, but it's a bad attitude for life. To like, I want something always the same way. I'm never gonna change. What kind of lesson is that? It's it's <laughs> you know lesson, what I mean. The world is die out of. Fr frankly, if you ask me, this is the same principle that we thought of. Uh, I'll say our generation. I'll say Generation Y. Uh, older millennials to Generation X, thinking they baby boomers have ruined everything with their ways. We gotta get. We gotta. We gotta rotate them out mm -hmm. through like death and things. Like, ooh, but you realize that you're kind of doing the you're same doing the thing, same to the thing yeah. yeah, to the cats now. Who do you let them have this? Yeah. Spider Man does not belong to us, thirty to fifty year olds. <laughs> Spider Man belongs to the kids. And they've already. Well, been, the one thing I want to I would do with a little give a little pushback at at least. Come on, man, how you gonna debate me bit, on it? A no, little sorry. bit, a little <laughs> bit on this one. Yeah. I get it because I tell you right now, if if Neil Patrick Harris play Black Panther, I'll be ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no right now. <laughs> I almost want to see it now. Too. No, I kind of I kind of would I kind of would give that a pass because of all the names you, of all the names you could have chosen. Of all the names you could have chosen, right. Neil Patrick Harris is on a list of like maybe three people. <laughs> That would get that pass, man. That, NPH, list, is like, that, yeah, list, like, that list is like NPH, PB Herman, yeah. Tom Hardy. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like that's like that's like one. Of, that's like you find the holy grail of of, of, of like Caucasians that still wins that that level of just by pure talent alone. That that's like saying you if you're gonna be upset if if Day Daniel Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis was cast as, as as like a brother, I know he would go out of his way to learn everything about that culture, that historical figure because. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a historical figure. Yeah. He would like masquerade as a black person for three years to do his research. Because he's he, a method actor. For real, he'd like Daniel Day Lewis starting as Nat Turner. The question is that I always ask myself when it comes to this pushback: when it, is it an issue of purity or is it issue of just straight? This is what I thought it was going to be, and it's the way it's supposed to be because it's always what it was when I was a kid. Because it's I mean, when, when, because I mean, because when it comes to Mary Jane, it's crystal clear. Only thing that we know about her is a defining characteristic of her character mm. is that she's a redhead. Mm. That's it. Like Which her is, race is usually left out of it. From my understanding, with any description of her, yeah. except she went to school with Peter Parker, she's from this section of town, blah blah yeah. blah. Mm. Whereas you she know, she looks great in that tight sweater. 
Exactly. But you know when it comes to a Black Panther, he's from Wakanda and in Africa, you know this guy's supposed to be black. You know, so it's like if there's racial characteristics immediately tied to the character itself by virtue of its bio, not just because it's presented a certain way, um, I got no problem with it if it's tied to their bio. But if it's not tied to their bio, free reign. I don't care what the person looks like, what their race ethnicity is, if it's not tied to the character. Right, and there's stuff. always pushback for whatever uh, mm-hmm. in terms of casting, and it doesn't matter yeah. what you do. Even if it's like James Bond, when they called uh, Daniel Craig, uh, oh, you know, like, they push back, they're like, oh, he's, he has blonde hair. Yeah. You can't yeah, do yeah, that, yeah. you know? They call him it's James like, Blonde. They're, I mean, so it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what the casting is, but it definitely seems a little more aggressive mm-hmm. when <laughs> race is there. People uh, also need to take into account for the fact that they're actually attacking a different universe. This is a younger crowd. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Really targeting to be honest with you, I mean, um, it's all based off that unlimited run, mm-hmm. and I just, I'm like, dude, just uh, suck ultimate, it up. But yeah, oh, oh thank you. Ultimate. Yeah, um, no, I hear what you're saying, man. And what I think it comes down to is, uh, they're basically saying without warrant that this girl is wrong for the part, and I'm, 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 I'm saying back, no, I she's agree. not. She's a good actress. How, yeah, like, she, how? she's, uh, she's a great performer and a, and a consummate professional. She has been since she was. God knows how young they start him in Disney, like but seven. this is somebody who, <laughs> yeah, probably yeah than that. who like on that. paper can oh, do wow. the role, on screen can do the role. The only debate here is because she's not the lily white redhead that everyone's expecting. Yeah, I like the. Yeah, suddenly, she's not right for the role. Yeah, because we need her to be like you know, an, an Academy Award better. nominated yeah. actress before this. You know, because the, 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 the holiness of that character on screen yeah, is yeah, some great A bull stuff. If you ask me. <laughs> But then again, they'll probably cast Nicole Kidman as Foxy Brown. Yep. So, you know. You know what's going on. <laughs> All right. So, either way, it. Spider-Man Homecoming. Foxy. I might watch with, that, though. Uh, I go for it. With Zendaya and Toby Hooper. I'm going to watch this sucker. I'm going to be there day one just because. I'll buy three tickets. Too. Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah, for real. All right. So, let's move on to the next story real quick. and cover this one real quick because I want to get into that JCVD goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, but dig this. This is some serious stuff, too. Sausage Party. Uh, the recent Seth Rogen mm-hmm. animated film we were talking about. I think we may have given it kind of an unfair review on the show, too, because we were pretty hard on it. I, I, mean, it. I got a few laughs. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it yet. It's next on my list. Do not take the wife. Do not take the kids. <laughs> Damn sure don't take the kids. For the love of God, not. don't take the kids. I'm oh, saying, man, don't take the kids. Yeah. So, kids. so, so, so I should take my two-year-old? Oh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. I caught it on a different <laughs> medium, and I had to yell at my kid, get out the room right now. Five minutes in, like, get out, get out, get out, get out. Well, one of the things that Sauce Party's been doing is, like, the movie itself did look like pretty decent especially uh, Mm -hmm. because they're boasting we did this for such a low budget we saved money and we we're 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 promoting that you can produce a good looking animated feature without having these huge pixar budgets all you have to do is not pay how did you save money Uh, yeah all you got to do is (laughs) yo man okay the sauce party production company has been accused of mistreating its animators now several animators not just a couple here a couple there like 30 plus uh 83 in total on the sucker um, it's a good chunkier. Mm-hmm. Year. It's like the whole yeah. division. Yeah. <laughs> um, animators who worked on the feature have alleged that they were not paid for overtime. They were treated poorly during production, and a lot of them were left out of the credits. Uh, and all these uh, grievances were stated in a uh, like in a proper form letter to the production house, Nitrogen Studios, uh, citing threats. Now, this was what really got me because. Uh, some of this was backed up, uh, citing threats and mafia-like fear tactics to quote-unquote encourage more work out of them. It's like Rogan leading the Dudes. No, if you don't do this, uh, we might have some issues. <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah. is this? Like Walmart? Like, jeez, dude. Like, we ain't gonna pay you overtime. We ain't gonna give you no credit. But we want, we want you to finish this project. Yeah, their arguments were like, this is a And we ain't gonna let like, people know that you worked on it either. Yeah, yeah. They threatened to like blackball people. 
you know, it's like, hey, plenty of other people want this job. It's Which a big is the thing, too, because Rogan, hey, who was the, like, the girl from Knocked Up that worked with Rogan? Uh, uh, Catherine Heigl. Yeah. She never really got much work after that movie, too, because it was a thing came out that she was difficult to work with. In all fairness, though, yeah, Catherine Heigl is also awful. There um, is that, say but <laughs> it seems like she fine in a moment. Seems like there could be something connected there. How many movies has she done about a wedding dress, yo? All right, and Twenty-seven pictures. Adam Willis put the punches. Anna Perna Pictures is the uh, is the uh, the parent company here, one of the main two that produced Sausage Party, and uh, they were quick to step in and ensure that everyone was paid overtime after the letter came out. Mind you, all the o- overtime that uh, was uh, was accounted was counted Previous. before the letter has still not been paid out. Of course, um, dude. Like, this is just a sad story because this is people being taken advantage of. There's evidence of them being taken getting advantage not, of. Yeah, not getting paid for your work is about the, as horrible as it gets, you yeah. know what I mean, mm-hmm. in that, that dude, Hollywood system. Artists today, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the general trend. It's like the thing you do. You take advantage of artists. So, right. oh, well, you work for cheap. Well, you work for free. How about we do this? Well, you know, you didn't actually get a full contract. Well, people do it all over the time. I mean, for like for even like film reviewing and things like that. Like, yeah, I know dude. Entertainment Weekly is like, well, we're not going to pay you for doing a lot of the, the intern stuff, it's but you horrible. get paid in your experience. Exposure, you, know? you guys. Thing like that. But when you're actually contracted to do a job and you're working on a big movie that's going to make millions of dollars and you're not getting paid to do that like I just don't I, just, I don't I, see how that happens in 2016 well, how, like how well there's unions for do? that sort of stuff like Sausage Party did damn good it didn't do like it's not breaking Pixar I mean it's a it's a very dirty cartoon so it's yeah no it's gonna do well but I think it was 19 million in production uh 33.1 million in this first weekend opening weekend pretty good and and still profit that's just first weekend it's been out what two three weeks now about that two weeks yeah and that's just like yeah that's just like local numbers uh, so I mean they're good on money. It's not like this is a struggling production. No, that's right. Just but, like if it flopped, um, you know, good luck trying to get the money. But if it made a lot of money, yeah, they're, they're just straight jerking these dudes, man. They have case. no story. They're talking about yeah. doing Salt Party two now just because the first one did. That. So this one to be called Clam Bake. <laughs> <laughs> Black Adam with the punches, boy, left and right. Go ahead. Sausage yeah. party. It'll be set in. It'll be set in France. It's called spit roasting under the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, Sausage Party's doing shady stuff. Look this story up for yourself, especially if you're an artist, especially especially if you're an animator. Just so you know what kind of people. It's you makes me not want to go see it now because I haven't checked it out. So. Sausage Party. Yeah. It's the most um, deep message you can get from a used condom. Seriously. <laughs> All right, so well, jumping into... Oh, trying to wrap my head around that, too. Like, oh. Not yet. Oh, man. Yeah, you would get, jo- yeah, yeah. get the joke. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so Adam Willis, my man, yeah. you got to check out Jean-Claude Van, Van Johnson. Van Johnson, yeah. Because we talked about this a while ago. You know, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was rumored that Van Damme was going to do a show based on like uh, like a thread of his life where he plays himself but at the same time he's also like a hitman on the side and so uh, this came out this is uh, <laughs> awesome so you, that right there alone and immediately you think about you know years ago when he did JCVD you know what I mean he played a version of himself in yes. the movies and it was just like this great kind of coming out for him as an actor you're like wow this is not a guy he's not just in there doing yeah he's not in there doing split kicks and doing dumb stuff like this showed us a side of him where he was like, you know, he's actually a pretty the decent actor. Yes. Yeah, he was a decent actor in that movie. So uh, I was excited for this. I'm a, I've been excited for anything he's done since I was like 12 years old. So, seriously. Um, but this man. is this is on uh, Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch this. And they're doing this thing. They're experimenting with um, 
which is kind of like a choose-your-own programming experiment where they have uh, something called pilot season. And so they have three pilot TV shows, one episode each of these uh, these TV shows they're testing. One of them happens to be Jean-Claude Van Johnson, which is what I'm talking about. Uh, the other one's The Tick, which we reported on they're doing the new yes, Tick. Yes, so that's another yes. one. And then the other nice. one's called uh, I Love Dick. Which I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. You gotta stop. Uh, I gotta stop. <laughs> I gotta stop. That's what it's called. That's no, what no, it's no, actually no, called. So. Looks at you no. with so much disgust. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so with these three TV that's shows, that's not homophobic. Don't do that. No, it's not like that. It's just a face. Right. hilarious. So with these three TV shows, you're supposed to, you know, go and watch them, and then you give your feedback, you vote, and then do this thing, and then hmm. you. Based on that, they're gonna you know continue with the show. It's a modern day but, Nielsen yeah. power type rating. But, but first of all, I don't really like that because my my. Th- Thinking is most people, I, I don't really have the same taste as them. I think most yeah. people, like mm. most of the popular TV shows out there, I think suck. That's why there's so much really bad TV in terms of like there's so much. Well, dude, uh, you know, reality I mean, TV I mean, shows like we're as watching much all that. Affection for Honey Boo Boo as you do. I yeah, mean, you can't expect. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes <laughs> we should just like, hey, if you're feeling that show, you should make it, and people will like it eventually. You know what I mean? Like if it's good, if it's good, it, it's good. People mm-hmm. will watch it. So that aside, I, I check this out, and it is it's it, along the lines of being action it's being a comedy it's being this like meta statement on celebrity culture with van damme so he plays jean-claude van damme and he's retired Mm -hmm. and then he sees this long lost love that he had and he wants to go back into working again you don't know what that work means but it shows him show up at his agent's place he's like oh you know i'm back i'm gonna unretire he's like oh you know van damme i got these scripts for you what if it's like no johnson and she's like oh the lights slowly dim, and then all of a sudden, what? like, it turns out he's a black ops mercenary, uh, and, and so like that, and so she right away sends him out to I don't know some foreign country, and then it, like it has him taking out bad guys, and it's like wow. this, and he's like he tries to do a split, and the pants are too tight. He's like, oh no, it's hit in the face with like a club. Jeez. I don't know, but it's it's super. Like I said, it's okay. this it's this meta satire. It's super. It's funny, man. Yeah, like, it's tongue in cheek, then, because I. Actually yeah, a little, little but he's more. definitely, it's like in the know, like he's definitely riffing on himself, and it's just like, if you're in on the joke, it's it's hilarious, you know what I mean? Mm. You're having a really good time with it, and it's in its Van Damme playing, you know, like a knockoff type, like that muscle-bound jock type character that he's, he's done so well, but it's just turning it on its head, and it's really, nice. it's really funny. I was actually really surprised, so I'm, you know, here's hoping they... Give these guys a couple more episodes because this is this is some well, good TV. How do we know what how it does in pilot season here? I don't know. I think right now. I mean, it just came out Friday, so it, it's it's on there. Um, I think they're gonna give us some time where you go on and you can give your feedback and vote. It's like a little survey, mm-hmm. and so I don't know the exact timetable of of how long they're gonna they go with that before they make a decision, but. I'm sure like a week or two. Yeah. So right. we'll see, man. I wouldn't be surprised if it picks up. But this is a, I mean, it's like got a, it's, it's got a b- bunch of big people behind it. Like producers like Dave Zucker, uh, Ridley Scott. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, this has got a, a pretty good pedigree with, act- uh, what's Clark's the actress too? Speaking aliens. I'm trying to think the actress's <laughs> name, um, what is it, uh, Felicia Rashad? She played Mount oh, Suxton. Yeah, yeah, she's the agent. She's like, okay, Van Damme. Like, it's just so funny seeing Claire Huxtable. I don't want to watch like... this show with Wood, man. Uh, that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, for real. But there's, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good jokes in here. And they, because of, they do, uh, there was one inside joke with, like, Time Cop versus the movie Looper. And someone's like, oh, I see you. You were in Time Cop. It's so much better than Looper. He's like, yes, you have very good taste. Wow. <laughs> it's just stupid, man. Mashidoshi. 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 
Dude, okay, Frank okay. Dukes. Yeah. All right. All right, all right. So, okay. So the most important question: mm -hmm. Does he have the mullet still? No, he's got the oh. short hair. Um, what's it? What's one of those things you like wheel around on the uh, wheelbarrow? Uh, Segway. Yeah, the Segway. Like the no. he just wakes up one morning and like that's how it starts. He like wakes up. He's like ah, kind of stretches, gets on a Segway. Goes out and gets the newspaper with those little claw things that he picks it up. Wow. Goes back. Wow. He opens up his cupboard and all that's in his cupboard is like thirty boxes of pop tarts. <laughs> so he cooks nice. himself a pop tarts and he's sitting there reading a magazine. Just he's bored. He's like a bored retired guy. Damn, and he goes to like awesome. this really trendy. Oh, that's not what actually but. happens to like Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> as far as we know, no. You yeah, know. Once those, yeah, once, for real. Once those kickboxer grosses dry up. Yeah. yeah. Once he starts getting Blood a belly, still you know. stacking money off Bloodsport. <laughs> nah, nah, man, nah, man. Bloodsport retaliation's coming out nah, too. His so paper man. comes from breaking two <laughs> electric boogaloo. <laughs> Tong Po is in that scene too. <laughs> Tong Po is Tong Po is in that scene. Po? Yeah. Tong Po. Wow, you guys, you guys know that scene, right? Yeah, it was from Breaking, and he's yeah. just sitting there like yeah. super young. Yeah, the, the the guy next to him, of course, the own people that are out there. Uh, breaking Two Electric Boogaloo mm -hmm. had Van Damme at a very very young age. Glorious and, picture, snub for the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just an extra in that, just dancing on the street. But the guy that was also next to him, most people don't know, was the guy. Who played Tong Po, the actor? I did not. Damn. Yeah. You so I guess they've been that. friends forever. He's been. He's done a bunch of other stuff. But like he was. The, he was the next to me. Not obviously. With he didn't have the long single ponytail. No, no. This, this, back, was, this, this was pre point. He hadn't earned yeah. the ponytail back then. No, no, no. He, he, he was. He was barely. And of course, uh, when he lost to Van Damme, they took that top knot out. And they did. Disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> he went from Zeke Cavaricis to the mullet, and now he's uh, what's what he got like Ray Bans. Oh <laughs> nah, right, man, Van Damme, man, come on, he's what, he's fifty something now. They're all, they're all getting up there. Yeah. Now he was a bit, he was a bit younger that. because uh, Stallone just turned seventy. But Stallone, he just turned seventy years old. So, but, but Stallone and looks Schwarzenegger, okay, Schwarzenegger's sixty-eight or sixty-nine. Oh, oh, Norris is like seventy-four. Norris, Norris is like is an old. Best, Norris is like Joe man. Lewis from uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's one hundred seventy years old. <laughs> Chuck Norris one hundred seventy years old. But, <laughs> but Chuck Norris is still the man. <laughs> yeah, he's Chuck still old, hairy dude, man. Man, Chuck Norris came in here. <laughs> he was Touch me the chest. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I thought so, you somebody else. <laughs> all right, so it's John Claude Van Johnson. Van Johnson. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. All yeah. Right. So, so if you got Amazon Prime, like I'm not, I don't work for Amazon, but it, it is actually a great value. You pay like a hundred bucks a year, and you get like original program now. But they have a lot of movies, mm -hmm. uh, and that's what they're doing. They were doing this original program thing. They're trying to compete with Netflix, trying to compete with Hulu and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, but I don't really like. I said I don't really like this. You vote on what's best because I think most people suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think most people's tastes and stuff aren't really, you know. So I, I like to see a show like this do well because they want it to, they want to produce it and put it out there, you know. Nah, dude, I feel you, man. Um, That's why you get shows like Hannibal and stuff like that canceled because it's like, yeah, for those real. are good TV shows, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if, well, okay, if Hannibal, if Hannibal did a couple of, a couple more, uh, I don't know, a couple more, uh, more splits. Between, uh, between, <laughs> yeah, between. I see Mads Mikkelsen out there doing splits. You know, I'd, I'd be on yeah. board, man. I would be so deeply in. All right. Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> um, no, I got to check out a movie myself. Nah, uh, mm -hmm. I know it's not a movie, but I got to check out a movie. Well, let me let me break it down. First okay. of all, we're talking complete about complete unknown. About, yeah, complete unknown. Uh, while hosting a birthday party with his wife, a man played by Michael Shannon is startled to recognize a woman played by Rachel Weisz from his past. Going by a new name, she initially denies knowing him, but she later complicates the couple's life. Actually, dude, you were supposed to come come see this woman. Yeah, uh, man. 
Oh, well, you may have dodged the bullet. I won't, I won't say it was bad, <laughs> but it was supposedly like this whole big thing where we see this incredible film and then talk to the director afterwards and have oh, a great yeah. Q&A. And it was, yeah, and it was like this, this ridiculous film school BS, man. And it's coming from someone who went to film school. Like, I know the BS. <laughs> yeah. uh, the movie we're talking about is Complete Unknown. Starring Rachel Weiss and uh, Michael Shannon. Good. Michael it's, Shannon's great, man. Oh, Michael Shannon's awesome. Michael though. Shannon is, is the actor of our time. Yeah, the, the worse his face gets, the better his acting does. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like how he always speaks like he has like a chew in, like yeah. tobacco. He's like, <laughs> yeah, when did that start? Because he didn't always have that. But it started. It started like I know he's like, oh, no, and don't touch my brother. You know? It's like <laughs> yeah. it's always like it's that, that lip that he doesn't to accomplish. Man. Lisping but he's, he's, he's always in good stuff, and you're telling me this wasn't good? Like, I'm, no, I'm not, not saying this wasn't oh, good. Okay. I'm saying the story itself is about, well, actually, it's, it didn't know what it's about. It starts off seemingly about mistaken identity. Then you find out the mistaken person was actually dead on, and it becomes about lost identity, and then chosen, um, what do you call it? Uh, no, 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 self-reinvention. Uh, uh, Okay. And it stems around Rachel Weiss, who in this movie plays uh, not quite a pathological liar, but somebody who um, changes themselves. Like, kind of like, out. A, she like a Tom Ripley thing? You know? Talented he, Mr. Ripley type? Kind of, kind of without the sociopathic nature. I got you. Uh, she changes her name uh, after a certain amount of time. She changes her life, moves to a different part of the world changes jobs careers with like education everything to the point where she'll decide i want to be a doctor now cool in guatemala okay named um like maureen sandsburg or something so she'll go to this place and then she'll go through the medical training and stuff but she'll also like fake documentation and have like you know pictures like made up and things like that new ids and passports all of this catch me if you can so yeah, yeah pretty yeah pretty much but not on any kind of illegal mm. like point of view and the whole thing seems completely disjointed until you get to about a little more than halfway through the film when you realize why she showed up at shannon's doorstep and it becomes a real deep think piece that you never expect. Okay. I was actually kind of impressed. I was impressed with that much. The acting in this was solid. I believed really? Rachel. Yeah, I believe Rachel Weiss as just someone who's not quite nuts. Like, there's one scene where she gets called out, not for being like this person who, oh, you're running from the law, but just people at a party who ask her a name and she can't help herself. She <laughs> gives a new name because she's planning a new life already. You know, not not as the one she introduced herself to, she, not as the name and the person that she was currently and introduced herself to at this party. So, But later on, when she did something that they didn't know she could do, and I don't want to give that away because it's a spoiler, but something that they didn't know she could do that she learned in one of her past lives. And she never told them about to them. It seems unfathomable that she would know how to do this. So she gave him a new name, and this new name with this new identity would be someone who does know how to do this. And then they call her out like, wait, does that mean you lied to us this whole time? Who are you? And the whole thing comes to a head where you realize she's not a crazy person. She's just somebody who is like really, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. So man. her it's motivation like for for changing so much is that left ambiguous or are you like you just you understand no why no she's... that's where the that's where the mistake um that's where a lack of identity comes in okay and that took a while to actually get like i watched this movie almost to the very end before i realized that's where she's coming from okay uh, now hmm. this scene back then makes sense wow, and good. this scene makes sense so yeah. it'd probably be rewarded for watching it again you know what i mean if but, you're really like, if you're really into these like deep films that it's not like it tried. It's not like it was that deep. It's something. It's like it tried to be that deep, and it was only through the solid act, solid performances 
of Rachel Weiss, of Michael Shannon, um, a couple other people too, including this one awful. So did I miss what's heinous Michael- bitch at this party who you grow to hate? What's Michael Shannon's role in this? Uh, did I well, miss that? his is it's kind of a spoiler, but I'll give it away anyway. He he plays a guy named Tom. He's the wife. Of the woman she befriends, uh, who invites husband her to this the party. Wife of the woman. You mean the husband? Uh, I mean the husband. Yes, thank you. Uh, Michael nice. Shannon. Michael Shannon like, plays. That's a great plot twist. <laughs> <Michael Shannon laughs> plays the husband, and it actually turns out that he is somebody <coughs> from her past. This wasn't happenstance that she happened that she just wandered uh, into this party and saw someone that knew her. She set this up like this so was orchestrated. It sounds like it was very well written. Like they did a good job keeping you in the shadows until that last second, until you had the. Opinion. It was, but you or could is see it like that you could pick up fast. Well, no, it, it was. You could see like loose thread. You really had to pay attention to get everything. Okay, and not because it moves fast, just because it was kind of complex. A lot of bouncing around. Yeah, if obviously. if you put any lesser actors in these roles, I would I would have been completely lost. Okay. Also, mm. kind of surprising, Danny Glover and Kathy Bates just kind of show up out of Danny nowhere. Danny Glover shows up. Danny oh, Glover. Yeah. yeah, both of them. Yeah. They're on they're on screen for all of maybe ten minutes. It's a pointy ten minutes, but they just kind of come up out of nowhere, oh, completely wow. unexpected. I think Kathy Bates has kind of got that point in her career where she thrives in those like ten minute roles. I you know agree. what I mean? She shows up, mm-hmm. and she's like, hey, all right, everyone loves Kathy Bates. That fun time, America's sweetheart, Kathy Bates. <laughs> Fried green tomatoes was the shit. It threw me for a loop, but what it comes down to is, if you're really deep into heavy films, heavy drama. Or just really like performances from Michael Shannon and Rachel Weisz. These were, like, playing off each other, these were two great performances. Not either of their strongest, by far not either of their strongest. But together, this was a solid movie. Uh, between the two of them, mm. there was a Q and A after after the uh, after the screening where I thought, oh, I'll, I'll hear some you know good information from the director and get some solid you know tidbits that wouldn't be in what I wouldn't get from the film and maybe like some DVD extra stuff. Nah, this dude sat there and uh, what kind of camera did you use for the blank? I use the same kind of cameras they sell in stores. Okay, you know, <laughs> I hate those yeah. Q and As though because they're a bunch of. Morons in there too. Was there? There's like always the questions of, like, did there? Was there improv in this? It's like, who cares? Yeah. Like, Dude, a bunch of first year film students trying to yeah. sound smart, man. I've been there, okay. No one cares about the mise en scene <laughs> after your junior year, okay. Move on. <laughs> Stop trying to sound right. smart. Yeah, but either way, complete unknown. I recommend it. Rachel Weisz, Michael Shannon, definitely worth seeing. Um, check it so, out. But he is good only check it out. He's yeah. been doing quite a few movies this year. Honestly, so. I'm really yeah, he's, impressed he's, just by what you described. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm not a Rachel Weisz fan at all. So really? nah, he I'm hates not. Constantine. That's what it was. <laughs> 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 I hate That's the basis. I love Constantine. <laughs> But uh, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, you telling me that, and I trust your judgment. You know, I'll give it a peek. And was the name? Was yeah. the title again? Complete unknown. Complete which unknown. in itself might be a little hard to Google. He Just was, add um, like the film. Did you here. see the Midnight Special with Michael? Yeah, Schiff? man, that was great. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's it, man. All right, well, uh, we are gonna jump right into something I actually really want to know about because after playing like Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knights, yo, I gotta find out how this meshes up. We're talking about. So, what? Well, I keep getting the name wrong. You want to give 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 him the lowdown, brother? Uh, Batman, a Telltale game. Batman, a Telltale it game. Looks you got the play. Sick. It does. It looks nice. It looks great. Actually, it is great because at the mm. end of the day, let's be honest, who doesn't love a good Batman story? True. Uh, communists. We, we all the French. Know. <laughs> um, yeah, leave the French alone. They've had it rough. Though. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I think even communists love Batman. I've seen Brownie a couple of Russian guys cosplay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Trump supporters. Trump supporters. Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> might, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the money there, brother. Um, we all know what Telltale uh, does. <laughs> They're a studio who uh, releases episodic game adventures, graphic 
Mm-hmm. Um, more, more like a story, more like a movie, more like a TV show type of gaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a couple different games. Um, my favorite will always be Game of Thrones because I'm just a huge GOT fan, and they yeah. did it very well. Nice. But Batman stands alone on its stands on its own pedestal because they actually introduced a whole new mechanism, which is called crowd play. But let me get into crowd play. Okay. Crowd play is awesome. Actually, it's actually a really ingenious idea, and it's just really fun to play with. All right, all right. It's five episodes. It's the, I, I got to play the first episode out of, uh, out of the realm of shadows. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it just picks off randomly. Like, you know, it's like any, ba- it, it, honestly, it's like, it feels like a Batman comic. You just pick it up and you start reading. And, you know, obviously it's going to start off with Bruce Wayne somewhere or, you know, an initial presentation of Batman and, you know, his super duper whoop assness and stuff that he does. Mm. These are technical you know, terms, yo. Because, <laughs> yo, every time, he, every Batman comic movie just opens up and he just some crazy and he's just like, oh somebody my in. God, Batman's great. Yeah, he better. He's Batman, um, yo. That's right. But I, I didn't buy the ambush bug game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is, though. You came from the ambush bug. Oh, okay, all right. Don't we'll, tell. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it opens up with a, a great Batman uh, display of his skills. I was a little worried with this because I was trying to figure out how they're going to integrate such a fast-paced situation into a Telltale game. Let's be honest. The Walking Dead is a story. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mm-hmm. talking about the TV and the book uh, in, in the book franchises. Um, um, Borderlands was an RPG, so there's that story mode. There's that huge story comp- component to that yeah. on top of action blend that game. Yeah. But they did it very well and they versatile it. Batman is just like really action based and it's a lot of detective work. Um, it's a good balance, but I just really was worried about the action base, so which they captured well. Mm-hmm. So um, what I thought they were going to do is what they did. They utilized his gadgets all the way through this thing. Hmm. Um, okay. You know now legit gadgets too. We're not talking his like bat a, gadgets. We're oh, talking okay, you know right. a batarang that can literally throw and then he'll press the button and it'll reverb, do some kind of little flashy thing and it smack you in the face coming forward right. while right. you're running away from the bat. As long as they're not throwing in like the bat shark repellent and stuff. <laughs> and stuff like that. that sounds like an Adam West episode. <laughs> totally. You have bat cookies for the kids. Have some so bat milk. Watch the it. Premise, the premise of this is um, basically uh, Harvey Dent is. Harvey Dent, pre Two Face Harvey Dent is right. um yeah no, Billy D. Williams we got there. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yo, because that's like the least known Two Face. <laughs> I know, Harvey but he's the best. Nobody mentions Billy D. Williams. Nobody mentions Billy D. Williams. It's like Timothy Jones, right? Yeah. Because uh, uh, I remember, I'm like, yo, he did play Harvey Dent. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Billy no, D, man. No, What's no, up? Yeah, no one knows. Lando Calrissian was a Batman villain, yo. <laughs> um, so long story short, man, it's uh, it, 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 he's running for mayor, and obviously Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne is supporting him, and they're gonna go on with this story as such, uh, fighting crime and all that. Come to find out that um, Falcone, which is one of the main mafia gangsters, and he's been depicted so many ways in the, in the Batman lore, mm-hmm. um, is part of this. In, equation somehow and he you know obviously bruce i.e batman does not like this so he comes to the stonewall and him and you know obviously you know telltale games every decision you make uh, revisits you uh towards like later episodes yeah they're good with that i love how they so, actually and, tie and they all in. integrated mm-hmm. very yeah. well too so um long, just to speed this up a little bit what i'm trying to get to is they basically cast the the, the premise of the story is like they're casting a shadow in the name of the waynes we all known batman's parents as like these great philanthropic people who took care of the city and did their best to be the best citizens that they can be for Gotham. Mm-hmm. Now there's like this shadow cast on their name because mm-hmm. they might have had some involvement with Falcone on the mafia level. Oh. Not, so, Martha. not Martha. Not Martha. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you don't even know they'll sell a bad shrimp out of their train. We, 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 we gotta have a ball for like the joke of the night, so we can just give it to the guy who kicks it the best. That was perfect. That was great delivery. Um, that's good, man. But um, <laughs> you know, and and that's where the that, that's the premise of the story. So in between this. You're going to see a lot of uh, Batman doing his things, but you're going to see a lot more of Bruce Wayne, honestly, because it is a story, and they emphasize the Bruce Wayne portion of this a lot, which I do like. I like the character development of Bruce. I've always wanted to delve into his psyche more than what they present. Mm-hmm. Um, well, from what I know about Bruce Wayne, though, he was, like, mostly a businessman. Well, and, I, and, but if you know, if you, if you, like, read a lot of Batman, he's always been depicted as, like, either a playboy, who's, like, yeah. a sarcastic douchebag, yeah. or, like, a businessman. Mm-hmm. I've never seen him be, a, a, a like, this Philip. Like he's really philanthropic in this. He's very um conscientious really Filipino of the in this. Filipino. <laughs> I can't kick that word out probably ever. It's always been one of my hard words. Um, and there's always been like uh, he's emphasizing his community work in this one. And and it's not like they haven't touched on that before, but it's in this one is really emphasized. Because I, I guess I wanna, they're trying I to think. I want to play a game where it's like you Bruce Wayne in like a, in like a three piece suit, you spearing trash on the side of the highway, crying <laughs> <laughs> Indian know. right next to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's still Bruce Wayne, and he's definitely not spearing shit on the side of the <laughs> But um, he's paying a guy to do a four, <laughs> pretty decent wage. The way they did the action in this was great too. Um, you, get, you basically get to plan out your course of actions and you let it, let it play out. So, you know, he sends like some drone and he captures each scene. Oh, I can take this guy out by slapping him in the face with a trash can. And then I'll hop over here and I'll throw this guy across the room and then I'll jump over here and I'll whip something at this guy's face. And you, you do all that. You, yeah, well, you, you plan it out. You, you There's three options per character, I think. At the, what, what I played was three options mm-hmm. for each person you had to take out. So you just have to kind of really figure out which one you think is more funny or whatever is better for you. Mm-hmm. And you play it out. And then it gives you that great replayability of the game. Mm. So you can always finish it and then replay it again and try a different op- um, option of taking them out. Nice. Um, what I liked about like Telltale... Sounds like to be sadistic if you want. Telltale did a great job this time with adding the crowd play. So basically they added a multiplayer function to this thing. Mm-hmm. Six to 12 people can sit in while you're playing the game um, linked online. All and Batman. you all vote on the decision to be made, which is dope. Interesting. Mm. It, uh, I, and I had fun because I invited my buddy to play. He, I had four. I had forced three of my friends to buy it. So I was like, buy the five dollars. I'll give you the money back somehow, somewhere. Like, nah, punch him in the face. Nah, give him a wedgie. Like, do it now. <laughs> um, and they did it. And I had well, I played a, a total with me five. Mm-hmm. So basically, I got outvoted almost ninety percent of the time because they all they they're like my friends are weird. They just want to do like the most horrible thing. Crap. Everyone, I'm trying to like balance out like hey a reasonable answer when they're like no f you I'm not doing that. I'm like well compromise compromise. Well, yeah, kind of. And they outvote you and they let you know you got outvoted and you're like crap you guys suck. So <laughs> then you move on. Um, again, Damn, if it's your game. But wow. no, nah, it's, but it's, it's, it's the voting great. mode. It's, it's the it's vote nice. mode. It's I'm the multiplayer that. option of a Telltale game. And I was always trying to figure out how they would ever incorporate multiplayer into a Telltale game. And they did it perfectly. Because let's be honest, like, you're going to have a little, like, you know, Jam picks an option that I don't like. I'm going to argue with them, niche with them a little mm-hmm. bit. But we're going to have fun doing it. You know, and, and it's a great way to just kind of see how a person delves into their psyche. I feel like, like, you're like, yo, Batman, push him off the roof. Jay be like, nah, forgive. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, not to spoiler it, man, but I had an option of uh, brutalizing Falcone. Brutalizing. Or arresting Falcone. And <laughs> I while the helicopter is watching you, so it's a big decision. Like, all of Gotham is watching you. You're the Batman. You're being questioned. You got Falcone in your hands in the middle of, like, you can drop him 40 feet. Nah. Well, you could brutalize him in the corner, drop him 40 feet, or arrest him. So, you know, I chose to do the right There's no pantom uh, option. Did, did they all vote you? You got to show no, because Because I had to remind everybody, like, dude, this affects us, like, four episodes down the road. Oh, man. Drop this dude. You're going to regret it. I swear to God. You got to show the rest of Gotham not to mess with Batman, dude. Come on, dude. Uh, listen, when I play it the second time around, I'm definitely going to do it. <laughs> the crowd play option is great. Um, Telltale literally 
I, I'm questioning like these guys like uh, run. I think they made a deal with the devil. Like they made great quality games, great stories, mm. and I feel like these guys should like you know separate their company a little bit and spread out and touch hands. And you know some of these games are coming out lately, Pete. You know like they just stories garbage. I grew up playing games with stories, yeah, video games yeah. that captured me because the story was that good that it forced me to play the game because I really want to know what the hell happened. But then I'm enjoying and I'm getting to discover the battle system and I'm getting to you know, discover how this was you know, cultivated and whatnot. So, nah, I feel you. Um, I'm glad to hear this is one of the ones that didn't suck. No, nah, it didn't. Nah, mm-hmm. this is, it's hard. Batman's like the ultimate franchise. It, it it's, is. it's hard to like, mit, you know, not make it. It's hard to make it suck, honestly. I mean, excuse no, it, it's, it's it's pretty, it's pretty damn movies. easy. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, do I have to say the two words, man? Joel Schumacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I said that. I just said that though. Like those three movies, you just put uh, to the side a little. I bit. I like Batman Forever, man. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, stop it. Stop movies. it. Right, I do a show with you, man. Knock it off. But I can um, yo get it. Okay, yeah. I would actually love for you all to get it so we can do a, a little, you know, six, well, a six player multiplayer decision making. All right. I can just hear Pat in the background. I want to throw him off the roof. I want to. Damn it, I want to. Nah, Pat's going to be like, my controller's not working. It must be my controller. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm saying it Sometimes I got to throw anything off the roof, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight Suge Knight him. Vanilla <laughs> 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 All right, so, so Telltale Batman. It's um all platforms, PC, Xbox One. You can still get it on the 360p uh, mobile. Oh, that's really good. Um, to know. PS4. Um, the first episode's out now. Uh, it's probably gonna go for like five, six bucks, like usual. Um, or you can just buy the entire season patch. It's like twenty-five bucks, or something mm-hmm. like that. Full coverage. And, uh, the se- uh, only the first episode's out now. I don't know when the release date for the second episode is coming out, but mm-hmm. obviously they're within like two month time frames, I assume. Yeah, no, fairly soon. So, but, right, um, cool. it's it's huge, man. Enjoy. I'm gonna try to check that Ooh. out, man. For real. And I'm not, and that's not. I realize how how it sounds when I say that's not like. Oh, I gotta, I gotta check it out. Won't you, listeners? Like, nah, not, not that. <laughs> With nah. the thumbs up and a twinkle. Yeah. All right, but now nah, I want to hear the lowdown on SummerSlam. Yeah, man. Listen, this was a jam packed, super duper pro wrestler weekend, man. You had Death yeah, Before Dishonor for Ring of Honor. Um, you had NXT's Takeover Brooklyn Two. And of course, you have what we're going to talk about now is SummerSlam 2016. If you want to actually read my review on that, go to geek-down.com and I'll have a review of all three of those events up soon. Word. All right, so this was the penultimate um, WWE Big Four pay-per-view. Um, y'all know the Big Four, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. So this yep. is number three out the four. And it was quite interesting to say the least. I mean, it was a lot of stuff they tried to jam pack. They started like an hour in advance. So seven o'clock to about 11 o'clock shutdown. So I mean, that's a pretty good run. Typically it's usually eight to 11, yeah. um, but it was an interesting show. I mean, I'm only gonna highlight a couple of matches and then we'll go to the controversy that happened afterwards. So a lot of controversy. controversy. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> Thank all right, you. so one of the highlight matches I actually enjoyed was the um, women's title match. Sasha Banks went up against Charlotte. Oh, yeah. um, it was chock full of high risk maneuvers. It was yeah. just awesome just really? seeing these women go at it. Um, because I mean, this not, it's the not first usually what I hear around. with uh, with women's matches too. Like I mean, the, not with the these risk. two. These two. These two men. They go at it hard. They've been doing uh-huh. this since their NXT days. So nice. in the end, it was kind of a, re- a rehashing of their previous matches. But how can they take it to the next level? Yep. And they did. It was very very entertaining. It was to the point where the crowd was bought into it. I mean, them New Yorkers are hard on mm. hard when it comes to um when it comes to their criticism of WWE. And I'll tell you later how and they women too. That. I hear they're really and, good with that. Exactly. <laughs> but they love these women. They were chanting, this is wrestling. This is wrestling. Mm. Just because it's a series of spots that they did. And it was a great 
great, great match. And Charlotte came out the victor without any outside interference, which solidified her as a great villain um, because she did it cleanly. Mm. What's, what, what could be considered cleanly. And of course, for those who don't know, Nikki Bella made her debut back. Um, after getting her shoulder, her neck surgery or whatever, so she yeah. came back. Um, so we're gonna see what happens to the WWE's um, women's division. Um, how it's stacking up, pretty pretty good. All right, so to the tag team title match, the New Day went up against Gallows and Anderson. I like the fact that the Bullet Club's getting some love on this one. This yeah. whole weekend, Bullet Club got a well, lot of love on all yes, three did. shows, all three Ring of Honor, NXT, and WWE. The Bullet Club got a lot of love. So on this particular match, when they fought for the tag team titles, even though they came up short. They still showed out real well. Um, it was actually um, Kingston and Woods um, defended the tag team titles. With Daily Show host retired, John Stewart wow. made an appearance. What? Served as Big E's Big E's replacement, if you will. So they cracked a couple of jokes, tried to dance a little. So it's nice little comedy styles matching. And then at a DQ. Gallus Anderson won, um, but the tag titles still stay with um, Woods and Kingston. Even though Gallows and Anderson lost, they still looked good regardless. I mean, they're trying to pitch them in a way in which they're villains, but they're yeah. also comedy villains, which is pretty good. So you're giving them their own identity without misleading everybody by calling them the club, which was just a bad move. But you're still building them up just in case you do make the Bullet Club come true. You're building them up either way without doing these stupid little illusions of calling them the club because Vince doesn't own their rights, um, the rights to the title of the club. Another Bullet Club alum, AJ Styles, went up against John Cena. Arguably the best match of the night. It was. Arguably. Oh, there you go. Dirty D said it was. <laughs> Most folks say it was confirmed. Um, great match C all C the C way even around. Pulled go out ahead. like two extra moves out of it. Cena always expands his repertoire yeah, on one like, or two moves. Two moves like, oh, wait a minute. We didn't see this before. <laughs> You've been in the game for like 15 years. You rolling out a new move. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, dying what? last night. I was like, what's this? Constantly evolving. <laughs> Drop toehold? What? I've never seen you before. <laughs> seen it with a cobra clutch? It's like arm bar, you know? I've never seen Cena do that. Um, but it was a really good match. And the props to Cena for jobbing this one, yeah. for Styles to win it clean. That's, and he's the, been the whole, doing that, too. He really has been. I've been he's impressed. He's been doing a lot over, over the past couple, uh, couple I mean, months. Maybe the whole past year, he's been putting people over. Yeah. But doing it at SummerSlam, yeah. and the way he did it, he left made all little kids tear up a little bit. Well, he, he left knows. his little wristband in the ring that said, never give up. He left to never give up Tony in the middle do, of the ring and walked off. The heel turn? I don't think it's the heel turn, but I think it's it's definitely a gimmick. It's the yeah. gimmick's gonna stay the change the same, but I think his character's gonna change. Kind of like Jericho. Like yeah. Jericho I think it's is more... still Jericho, but his his character changed, but his gimmick's still the same. Go ahead. I, th I just think he's he's putting people over because he's got a nice long career ahead of him still on mm -hmm. um, the movies and yep. doing stuff yeah. like that. He's 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 been hosting two big events this year. He's hosted the the SBs and the, like the Kids Choice Awards. Yeah, he's gonna be he's trying to follow the Rock here. I think, I so. think you know what I mean. I still has you, his foot, is, yeah. still has his foot in the ring a lot, but Absolutely. he's definitely trying to. So he's, I think he's jobbing people. I think sure. he'll be a tweener. You know, mm -hmm. one of those guys who you're still yes. a good guy, but you you know you do some shady sort of things. Yeah. But you're still you're still a favorite though. Yeah. Because I mean, man, the kids love him, kids and love I think him. I think the kids will stop watching if Cena turns heel, and I don't think they could risk that losing these kids. Yeah, it's, so not all, yeah it's not. I mean, break, even even though I want Cena, you gotta break their hearts like they did us. Because then when he eventually comes back and is like. Is that, if, that's but like if Cena grows the five o'clock right shadow and stuff like that, that'd be great. Like evil Cena, evil Cena, Cena waving the Canadian flag. What? <laughs> no! 
Cena showing up wearing spandex, no George. Like, ah! <laughs> He's showing up with an NWA cap and Raiders gear. Cena's in Cena's in shorts, but they're not cargo. Oh my god! <laughs> he's wearing he's wearing khakis and shorts <laughs> with a black do hang. <laughs> What's that? Cena in a necktie? Oh my just, god! Uh, <laughs> but either way, I mean, props to him for jobbing that one in. Yeah, he's definitely doing it for the team. It's awesome. And the last great match of the night, I would say, or last good match of the night, will have to be the inaugural WWE Universal Championship title, yeah. where Balor went up against Rollins. Um, it looked pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good match overall. I mean, because they're both smaller guys and they were both able to pull off spots that worked really well and they could sell each other's moves very well, both being smaller guys. So I think it worked very, very well. And for those of you who are watching Raw, I had it going on in the background here. Um, Y'all know, if y'all ain't watching it, you have to find out now. Ballard jacked up his shoulder off a move that happened there. So he had to actually give up the belt. No. Uh, so he had to actually wow. had to he actually had to give up the belt tonight. So he just gave the belt up. His shoulders in a sling. They kept wow. showing the move where his arm got jacked up. It's when Rollins does the whole running power bomb into the um into the Yo, turnbuckle like he did Sting, but he did this one. Dude, they gotta stop that. They gotta put that on the eighty six. You know, they've already, they've already disqualified the uh, the curb stop. Like, yeah, his they moves did. are dangerous. His moves Hold are dangerous. Up. This, move called, this is new to me. New move called the curb stop? It was no, his no, move. It was, it was, his move. It was amazing they move. Outlawed it. it was the oh, best. It was oh, legit. It was awesome. Stomping he dope it's to so the crowd. Di- it's it so dope. disrespectful. It's hilariously dope. I know, well, I know what a curb stomp is. Yo, that's <laughs> just people. They stopped it. They well, stopped now he's doing this one. He's ending two people now. You know what? Just stop your wrestling, bro. Just stop wrestling. You play too rough. It's like that one bully that you invite to the birthday party. That move hurt. He needs a new move. Fine, just pulls out a gun, shoots him in the leg. Say again? Don't you think they put Finn up too early? Nah, I don't think I don't think they put Finn up too early. Um, I don't think they put Finn up too early. I think it was a good move for them to put him up. I think it definitely worked uh, for him because I think he was ready for it. It's just unfortunate that he's banged up now, and now they're yeah. gonna do this four way match, four way match for the to declare the new champion. Wow. So we'll see how it pans out. And by the way, the New York folk, them New Yorkers were livid about the design of the belt. The belt looks atrocious. If you want to see it once really? again, go to geek-down.com. It's in the review. That belt is the ugliest you, you thing gotta, I've seen in a long time. I got it on. Yeah, show me afterwards. You. Yeah, yeah, I'll show it to you afterwards. Yeah. All right, so the last, <laughs> the Look, last two matches, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. The last two matches, man, didn't even happen really. So the U.S. title match was supposed to happen, but Rusev supposedly got injured um, with with um, with pre-match scramble with him and with him and um, Reigns. Not sure if it's kayfabe or not, whether or not it actually really did happen, whether or not Ray, um, Rusev really did get injured. However, he is fighting tonight on Raw. Really? So apparently it's not a real injury. So in the end, the fans, I feel, got cheated on not actually seeing a U.S. title match. Well, they wait, just wait, said, oh, you- match is canceled because he got injured right before the match started. So the match never happened. Mm-hmm. But yet he's fighting on Raw tonight. Uh-huh. So in the end, if you did this kayfabe injury, you just jacked the people of a match. Yeah for a title match at that. So I feel a slap in the face, but we'll see what WWE does. And I'm looking at my time. Last one, the main event, Brock Lesnar went up against Randy Orton. Match lasted 11 minutes, and honestly, the best spot for that whole match would have to be when Orton hit the RKO yeah. on the table for Lesnar to go through. Yeah. Match ended when Lesnar elbowed um, Orton in the head and busted him wide open. A la UFC. Yeah. yeah. So he busted him open. The thing is, behind the scenes, Jericho didn't know this. So Jericho... 
consummate professional in the back loves loves um the young guys and everything so he's watching this on the screen and he's in a gorilla position for those who don't know the gorilla position is a position right before you actually go out in the curtain so he's standing in a gorilla position looking at the monitor like what happened to orton how did orton get busted up like that man that's jacked up for lesser to actually hit him like that and bust him open mm -hmm. to the point where orton got 10 staples to close up the wound yeah. it was pretty bad Ooh, and, that it, and no nice that was, it was that was no cut that was like he got him yeah so the suit is lesnar came behind the behind ball him. at him um <laughs> more like more like he rolled up on him michael venom page <laughs> he caught him a viper um, <laughs> If Lesnar did that, he would have got total respect, without a doubt. I just think it's over. But in any event, Lesnar goes backstage, and um, Jericho just spazzes. It's like, right. would you do that for? Why'd you hit him? Lesnar's like, whatever, man, get out of my face. And apparently they started pushing and shoving, and Triple H and Vince had to break him up. And Vince had to explain to Jericho, listen, it, we already knew it. It was a work. It was planned that way. That It was planned for him or, 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 to take or, the bus. Or agreed to or agreed to it, man. Crazy. That gash was serious. That gash was serious. Ten staples, but Orton agreed to it. Wait, was this, that was on camera? Um, no, this is all behind the behind, behind closed the doors, man. Okay, all right, you all know, right, they yeah. got they got little people behind the scenes, man, to give us all this dirt. So of course, That's Jericho's crazy. like, man, I right, cool, but you know, you at least tell us because we worry about it. these are our peers, man. These are our friends. Let yeah. us know. Yeah. And Triple H was like, you know what? Let the way Lester handled it was garbage. Triple H went on record and said, you know what? He handled it poorly. Not the way, trip the way, because Lester just met I heard Lester's a really nice guy, too. Really? <laughs> All that stuff he's been involved in. Oh, Sino, the whole doping know. thing? Because that's the first question that pops up. Because for he's those who don't know, he, I mean, he pissed hot with UFC. Of which, course he did. They did. Because they he said was, it right before. He's like, he's definitely on the juice. Like it, it, The reason why he was able to get a pass for SummerSlam is because if you are a part-time employee of WWE, you don't have to be subjected to drug testing, which that's is why garbage. he was just juicing the whole time. Like that's why it was so obvious he was. Mark Hunt told him before that, and Mark Hunt got no dimes off that yeah. man. But I mean, overall, should you watch this? Ask a friend about a WWE Network subscription. Honestly, I thought it was a good pay per view, but I think it was well great enough for you actually get the subscription for. If you want to get the subscription for WWE um, Network. Watch NXT's takeover. I think that was a much better pay per view, what? without a doubt. This endorsement brought right. to you by that move? Geek move? Down here on WEMF <laughs> Radio. <laughs> we should. We should. Uh, uh, full disclosure: right. I got stock in WWE. So, uh. yeah, uh, <laughs> this, is, this unbiased opinion brought to you. All right, brother. <laughs> what? Hulk is not a racist. Uh, no. <laughs> Great guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep buying that. Man, you just lost your soul right there. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just actually killed Pat. Yeah, asthma right. attack. I gotta go to work. Right, right, <laughs> Sorry, let's go ahead. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Thank you for that, brother. All right, this has been the Geek Down here on WEMF Radio. I want to thank you all for listening and catch us every Monday night, 9 p.m. right here on WEMFRadio.com. If you heard anything tonight, oh, oh I'm all hoarse. Yeah. If you heard nothing tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you want to chime in with your boy Wolfman and Black Adam Willis. <laughs> uh, you can hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com or just hit us up on the site with the contact link at geek-down.com. Oh, I want to thank my homeboys in the house. They're Yo. Anytime. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Throw the priest. Peace, peace. It was a pleasure being here with you fine, yeah. gentlemen. Pleasure having you, man. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Very snazzy and red. Mm -hmm. All right. My homeboy, Black Adam Willis. All right, found it, man. 
cool. As always, my friend. Yes, sir. Brilliant. And DJ Herbie Herb. Anytime. Anytime, any place, anywhere. About to get an appropriate Paco Herb. All right. I want to thank you all for listening once again. You can catch us every Monday nights, 9 p.m. right here on WEMFRadio.com. And until next week, tune in. Same bad time, same bad channel, kids. And in the meantime, be excellent to each other. Peace. 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 Peace.